Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, lovers and friends. Welcome back to another episode of Sex, Love, and What Else Matters. Luke and I have been talking about relationship stages. Right, babe? Yeah. And there's a number of different takes that different therapists or just, you know, relationship writers have as far as the way they label these. And some break them up into like seven to 10 stages. Some say there's five. Anyway, we've gone through a number of different articles and we put together the way we kind of see it. And we're going to go through this and recap where some of our relationships have ended. I mean, and honestly, yes, some of these literally cite, um, like one of them is women's health magazine. And it says, according to therapists, you know what? Some of these people might just be fucking vloggers. You know, they could just be people that are in a really awesome relationship. They're like in the honeymoon phase and they're like, I'm going to write about how awesome relationships are. Or someone might be just like a bitter person, not a vlogger, a blogger. And they're writing about it too. But at the end of the day, we're all in different relationships. We've all experienced different relationships. And I'm interested in hearing everyone's perspective, to be honest. Because I think you and I both agree that we agree and disagree with some of these, right? 100%. Well, let's get into it. But the thing um, is when they're like, well, from you know zero to six months is when you're in this phase. And after two years, you're definitely in this phase. Let me tell you, I was in a relationship for six years and this shit does not, does not follow. Take it with a grain of salt, you know? But I do think there's some really interesting 
POVs. And I'm just really into reading all about this stuff. Hence why we have a podcast. I'm into numerology, astrology, Enneagrams. Why not the relationship stages? Oh, I still have to do that Enneagram, don't I? Yeah, you do. Because we're going to talk about that shit another time. Okay. Okay. So the, this one article that we had read just like kind of on our own a while back, and we'll cite happyful.com. And this one gave us the seven stages of loving relationships. So let's talk about this, Luke. So they're saying stage one is discovery, which we also call the honeymoon phase. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows about the honeymoon phase. It's super exciting. For me, I think it can last like days to weeks to months. Yeah, I think there's also cases where it could last up to a year, kind of like that says, but mostly that's probably at younger ages when we're still figuring ourselves out that we are like, I don't know, you can stay in this rose colored lenses stage where you always look at your partner like this is the person I have to be with and not even really growing to see those things. I I guess I just think back to high school or college when it might last longer because we're both Mm -hmm. adults here. We kind of move through these stages quicker because we want to kind of get past some of Because life happens too. Totally. I agree with you on that. But yeah, so I mean, that's essentially what the first phase is. And everyone, you guys kind of know what that means. It's just like, oh man, everything's so great. You show the best version of yourself. You know, typically this isn't when you're like piling on your dirty laundry or your baggage onto someone else quite yet, unless you're me. Because I just throw that shit to the wind. I'm like, here I am, you know, what does Marilyn Monroe say? If you don't like me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Girl power. It's a good quote. I know, thanks. Um, I didn't write it. I mean, supposedly Marilyn Monroe said it. But essentially, it's like, I'll quote this. It says, among the passion, new lovers often worry about small disappointments, things that don't meet their ideas, expectations, and like lists of what they want in a relationship. And I think that's a good point. I think in this discovery phase that leads to sort of the honeymoon phase, this is when you, when, or at least I'll speak for myself, like I would have a checklist like, well, and my checklist was pretty superficial. I'm like, okay, he has to be taller than me. He has to be funny. Like he has to make me laugh, be funnier than I am. And at least as smart as me. Maybe that's not superficial, but the tall thing, I can't date a short dude. Yeah. I don't know. I just think this is like when you have these little like checklists and then you could run from like the imperfection or you just deep dive into it because you're not seeing any of the imperfections. Right. And I, yeah, I think most relationships end in the first one or two stages with the discovery or having the impulse to run from the imperfect, the relationships I've had that I don't even necessarily consider breakups are the ones that only lasted a month because there were some things that were like, Oh, I didn't like that. And then a couple times it happens and I'm like, you know what, like your checklist, if I, there was something that wasn't on my checklist, it might be a reason to just move on. And granted, if I'm being honest, I, I agree with what you're saying, but I don't even think that has to do with the checklist. I think at that point, you're just like, no, this isn't a person for me, Yeah, which is totally fine. Intuition. Yeah. So we're like discovery. We're kind of in the honeymoon. And then uh, this particular little article says hide and seek, which I've never heard of before. I don't know. This one's like a little negative for me. It's like discovery, then hide and seek, which is what they're saying is like the pursuer and the one who's like running away, like the little dance that they play, which is really just like playing hard to get, in my opinion. Well, I 100% remember the stage for us. Okay. Do tell. Um, Well, to be fair, you were very much resistant to dive into a relationship, which no one can blame you for. You were so fresh out of it when we started, essentially, we started talking. 
Uh, but I was definitely the pursuer and we talked all the time. You weren't ready for a relationship. But I wasn't not ready. <laughs> well, I mean, we kind of started talking every day in June and then it was yeah. November before you were willing to admit that we were in a relationship. That's true. Because I jump from relationship to relationship. It's just what I do. I love connection. So it was like, well, this is dumb. Why am I going to like run away from this? If you and I, like, if it's so great, but then that's like the mind over the heart, like that's the dance I do within myself. Like this feels good. It feels good. But is it smart, Kristen? Because Kristen only thinks with the heart, not with the head. Oh, and I'm you know? the opposite. I'm like, got to make it look right logically. On paper? It's not just on paper, but like, I've got to be able to see that future, right? Because I'm like looking yeah. like, okay, what would this look like in the future? And I'm thinking very logistically, very pragmatically, like, is this something where in a few years we could be at my relationship goals? Mm-hmm based on, you know, all these factors. And I kind of would take my heart out of it to some degree. Obviously there's some physical attraction, the infatuation, having my heart in it to begin with. Obviously my heart isn't in it at all. physical attraction. Girl. (laughs) I wasn't talking about you. There has to be that initial attraction. Obviously looks aren't everything, but there has to be. Chemistry. Chemistry. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. And I don't think that I probably looked great on paper, if I'm being honest. I was listening to one of my favorite T-Swift songs the other day. It's called Delicate. And uh, the line is, uh, this is for the best. My reputation's never been worse, so you must like me for me. And I was like, oh, why does that remind me of Luke so much? (laughs) Well, I didn't really know your reputation. That was part of me getting to know you. And I feel like the way that you explained it to me and the just the way that we connected on talking about the future. Like we did talk, what do you want? How do you see in life? You immediately are like, I want kids. I'm almost 40. Yeah. It kind of has to happen fast. So just run away now if that's not something you're into. That is true. Cause and, I didn't want to waste my time or yours. Right. And so that was, I'm like, I'm okay. Like, Hi, nice to meet you. We had a nice little romp behind a tent. I know we don't even live in the same time zone, but I want babies. And if you're <laughs> not there, walk away now. Yeah. Well, I didn't say I'm there right now, but I'm like, (laughs) logically, to me, logically, that all made sense. I understand a woman's body clock. And at my age, I'm ready for things to move fast. And I kind of knew that before we started talking. I was like, you know, finding a person where our ideas and goals align and we're both hardworking people kind of doing our own thing, but have the same goals in mind and can work together to get to this point that we're both trying to get to, Mm -hmm. that was a a huge attraction. We both want the same things in the long term. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay. So we have this discovery that kind of goes into this hide and seek, possibly if we believe in that. I don't know how I feel yet. Definitely the honeymoon phase from Women's Health Magazine. Then in that that same article, it goes from honeymoon to the uncertainty stage which kind of aligns with the other article we were reading, reading. And this is where like things aren't perfect. And like all the, this is a phase that I feel like I know really, really well when I'm dating someone where it's like, oh my gosh, like this thing is so cute, right? This little quirk about you is so cute and funny or adorable or whatever. And then later, like time goes on. It's like, that's the one fucking thing that drives me crazy or drives someone crazy. You know what I mean? Yes, definitely. It, <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god i'm like just guessing all the things you could think of right now <laughs> it's like it's so cute until it isn't and then it's, it's irritating yeah and yeah. then it's like the one quirk that you're just like fucking stop it oh my god but if you can get past that then they say that it's i like i just like this other one this five stages so from there it's like this adjustment phase is what they call it I don't love the name of the names of the phases, but the adjustment phase I do really agree with. And I think this is something that can last a lot longer in my experience, in my opinion. And this is like, do our lives align? Like, yeah, there's stuff about like, oh, religion or politics and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Screw all that. Do our lives align? Will our families get along? You know, like, does it make sense where we live geographically? And if that for you and I, like that was a hump we had to get over, but like, are you willing to adjust to things in that way? Right. And uh, right along with adjustment, I know I've heard in other articles, the power struggle is the same thing. It's like, who's giving in and who's, who's willing to, yeah, basically who's willing to compromise to the other's needs and it has to go back and forth. And when one side's not willing, then it usually things fizzle out in this stage because of the adjustments that have to happen. Right. And otherwise not to be like negative Nancy Debbie Downer over here, but I think during this adjustment phase is when people can, I speak for myself that can become resentful for sure. It's the time that I, in my past relationships, have like started doing the like point system or like, you know, like keeping score, keeping score. Thank you. It's like the one thing you're not supposed to do that we learned with having Heather, my therapist on many, many episodes ago in the beginning, keeping score and being like, okay, yep, I'll remember that. I'll put that in my back pocket, which is never helpful. But I think during that stage is when I've been really guilty of keeping score. Right. And that's also, I mean, that also brings everything to the surface as far as what can you and what can't you live with about your partner. Ooh, that's a great way to word it. What's the bottom line? Like, okay, is this something that really bothers me? Are you willing to work on it? Right. Like you think farting is funny and I just don't. I can live with that though. (laughs) I don't understand how you don't think farts are funny. You guys, the other day in the car, like very, were we in the car? I think so. Very randomly, Luke was like... I have, I have to ask you something. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it never starts off well. What? He's like, you really don't think farting's funny? <laughs> like, wait, what? No, I don't. Like, never. She doesn't no. think any fart, no matter how weird and hilarious it sounds, yeah, is no. funny. She just like acts like it didn't happen. Well, I don't think that that's funny, but I can live with your childish boy humor. <laughs> I mean, I don't see any downfall to me laughing at flatulence. <laughs> oh my God. Please don't ever say flatulence ever again. But yes, anyway, this is the, yeah, this is the stage that I think can make or break a couple. I've stayed in relationships where that phase has like intermingled with like future phases too, where I, and again, like where I've just been resentful about things. I'm like, you know what? I can live with that. At least he's not a serial killer. (laughs) I can live with the narcissism and the mood swings and the fucking, yeah, PMS from the dude. He's not a serial killer. He's nice to my dogs. Okay, great. No, terrible. Anywho, you hear that sound? It's the sound of a sale you're missing out on because you're not selling on Shopify. And what does it sound like with Shopify? Uh Much better. Start selling with Shopify today. 
trust me, I do this with James May. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're a garage entrepreneur or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to start. Run and grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. So whether you're selling satin sheets from Shopify's in-person POS system or offering organic olive oil on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you're covered. And once you've reached your audience, Shopify will help you turn browsers into buyers. And what I love most about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow your biz, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take it to the next level. Shopify makes it easy for you to show up exactly the way that you want to. Customize your online store to your style with gorgeous, flexible templates and powerful tools. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Kristen to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash Kristen. Hey babes, we have a truly luxurious treat for you today. No joke, Cozy Earth, the masters of coziness and relaxation. I posted this on my Instagram, and if you are tired of tossing and turning on scratchy, uncomfortable sheets, it is time to embrace the magic of Cozy Earth bedding. Cozy Earth's bedding is made from 100% organic bamboo fabric, and let me tell you, it's softer than a baby unicorn's mane. That's right. And let's talk about temperature regulation. Say goodbye to sweaty, sticky nights. Cozy Earth's Bamboo bedding wicks away moisture like a pro, keeping you cool and dry. Cozy Earth is a planet-friendly choice. Their bamboo is sustainably sourced and grown without any harmful chemicals. And Cozy Earth has a whole range of dreamy products like heavenly soft pajamas, plush robes, and even weighted blankets for those snuggly nights. Oh, and Cozy Earth has been featured on Oprah's favorite things five years in a row, so it's obviously doing something right. I am telling you, these sheets are so soft. I always look forward to laying down in bed, but with these sheets, I am even more excited. Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer for my listeners today, up to 35% off site-wide when you use the code DOTE, D-O-U-T-E. That's right. Get up to 35% off site-wide when you use code DOTE on Cozy Earth website. You guys, trust me. Right now I'm using only my sage green ones and I'm waiting for my other ones to come in that I've ordered with my own code. Use Cozy Earth, D-O-U-T-E, 35% off. Love you, mean it. What is the next phase, babe? Uh, trusting is in this happy full article. I mean, that's just a, another weird way to like word something like trusting phase. Do I trust you? Uh, no, I don't trust you. Okay, well, then that's not going to work out. Well, it, this what they say in this is what do they say? it's willingly showing each other your vulnerability okay. right? and resting together in a shared safety you love, even though you might still be nervous and you've been hurt before and fear the future, you relax, trusting in the goodness of life. You feel innocent and hopeful. You are relaxed enough to fart in front of your partner. No, that happens way before this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Relaxed enough to ask you why you don't laugh at him. <laughs> touche, touche. I know. Cause then in, in the article that I liked better is like the commitment stage. And then it's like after two or more years, what? You better be committed well before that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Can you imagine dating someone casually for two years? Nope. Not at any phase Not at in all. my life. Not at any age would I be like, 
you know, two years in like our second Christmas and we're like, I mean, yeah, we're just like dating kind of, it's like really casual. I will say, and it may be a flaw of mine, but I've been quick to commit as far as when I'm really into somebody, I'm not thinking or looking at anyone else. And I think about, okay, if I stray from this, my focus goes to someone else. I could mess up this thing that to me looks like what I really want. That's cute. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, like I shoot myself in the foot other times when the other person isn't doing the same thing. And I think everyone has this innate sense and desire for someone to reciprocate the way that they, you know, look or treat somebody, even Mm -hmm. if it's not spoken. When it's something that hasn't even been talked about sometimes in their head, they're like, well, I'm doing this. So I'm expecting them to be doing this too. Mm, And that's, I think that's gotten me in trouble before and really ended some things early when we're not aligned like that, you know? Yeah. And that's where communication comes in because I feel I I'm with you on that in all phases of my life, whether it's just like my romantic relationship with you, friendships, like work relationships. I, that is something that I always battle with is, and my mom has always told me like, you cannot expect other people to be just like you are and to, you know, give as much as you give and to act exactly the way that you act. And you have to be willing to, which is kind of, you know, even though we're talking about romantic relationships on this podcast, I think within this commitment stage, quote unquote, it says here, like here, you'll start to accept each other's flaws, finding that they outweigh the difficulties, which is kind of what you were just saying. You'll get more comfortable with each other in addition to the idea of staying together long term. And this is where it says like sometimes couples fear that when they reach this deeper commitment level, that the sexual intimacy might fade away because now you're getting deep, you know, now you're talking about the baggage and the dirty laundry and the things of your past that make you who you are. Where for me, I feel like it just brings me closer to someone. So I don't know, teach their own. I think I can, I get it, but like, I don't know. I think this is the stage where the small things that would maybe turn into a bigger fight before now get brushed off. Like you, you're not afraid to just say what you think and say what you mm. feel and you guys get it out and you move on. You're, right. you're quicker to do that instead of having this anxiety or anticipation of worrying about how, what you say or how you feel is going to be taken by your partner. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you go the other direction, like what we said in the previous stage where these little things or something you thought was cute or something that kind of bothered you has built up to this big thing. Mm-hmm. It can be a relationship ender. Totally. Because this is also the phase where you got to put wood on the fire. You know what I mean? You got to keep the fire burning. I think that's what they're saying is like the sexual desire maybe could start to lack because now this is a real relationship. It's not just about the passion, the excitement, the fun. As you and I have learned talking to like multiple sex therapists, relationship therapists, counselors on this podcast is learning that like relationships are not effortless. They are effortful. And you could be in love and attracted to somebody, but sometimes that shit can fizzle out and you have to work at it because life gets in the way. So I think this is the point where it's like, are you going to let life get in the way and get too comfortable too fast? Or are you going to continue to try? Right. You know, to keep putting forth that effort and keep make, I mean, just communication. I feel like it always comes back to communication and being able to be comfortable saying how you feel and expressing yourself to your partner without having to think twice. And you know, that is going to lead to missteps. It's going to lead to things that maybe rub the other person the wrong way. And they should be able to tell you right away or tell you quickly instead of just giving the silent treatment, not Mm. talking to you about it or, you know, just burying it until it happens again. And then an explosion happens and, you know, that's unhealthy. And I, that's why I think what I said earlier, just having those things, the communication line out there, you're already, you're at this commitment level where you're like, okay, a little fight 
no one's worried about a relationship ending anymore. Right. It's like, we're, we get over fights is what we do. Right. We're going to fight. It's going to happen sometimes. Because, yeah, you're, you're saying you don't, you're not putting, nobody is putting the relationship on the line. Exactly. You're past that because you're right. past the stage into this next level of trust and commitment. Well, also, I have a question for you, though. Have you been at that phase in a relationship, in a serious like adult relationship, where your mind has been clear enough to stay objective about where the relationship is going? Like, aka, that you're not going to just stay in it because like, oh, it's just comfortable. It's what we do. Oh, I feel bad. I don't want to break up with this person because I just feel it makes me feel guilty. So I'll just stick with it, even though you're not into it. Because I have for sure. You know, I don't, I can't think of a time where I've done that. I've pretty much always been the one to break up with the other person. And that's the flaw of mine. I've been, been the one to choose to run, to be like, nope, not working for me. It's been fun. Let's but go our separate ways. them around at times. At times that, yeah. But that was, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, but I agree with you. I think those were just more selfish reasons. Not like you felt bad or you didn't, you were afraid of change. You were just like, eh. Oh, no. I already broke up with you, but if you're still down, you know, DTF, then I'm still DTF. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah, kind of. It's fair to say, not say, well, necessarily I, fair to do. Correct. I'm yeah. saying it's fair. Yes. I don't mean, no, I think it's an asshole move, but <laughs> like the fact that you are very self-admittedly, you were that way or have been that way in a relationship, I think is really interesting and that it does differ from what I was just explaining. Right. You know, I do know people that have stayed in relationships that they really weren't happy in for a long time because they're like, like all of my ex-boyfriends pretty much. They're like, I'm, I'm so invested. <laughs> I can't, I can't afford to start over. Or oh, like, that was why too. would I, why would I start over when we're doing all this and then I'm hurting her and like, I can, I can deal with this so I don't mess up her whole life yeah. and like change her whole tra which, trajectory. Which really, you guys really fucks up her life. Okay. So right. when you drag it out for another year and then you realize, oh, this isn't getting better and you could have just ended it before. Yeah. And so let's say you get all through that, right? I really don't love the name of this in the article that I'm reading. It's called the acceptance stage, which is just to me that ter that term just like really rubs me the wrong way. Like, oh, just accept it. You know, like it's a fucking sack of potatoes. Like you just accept it. No. But what they're trying to say is that you've now gotten through these obstacles and you now feel like safety, you feel secure. And this is like the optimal stage, right? Where it's like this closeness that's irreplaceable. This is your teammate, your best friend, like your family. Mm -hmm. I just don't know why it's called the acceptance phase. It sounds like a, a phase of grief or something. <laughs> it does. It de right? definitely is. A, it's a phase of grief. Absolutely. <laughs> I know, but it just, I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. So where, what, basically you fully accept the, all the flaws of your partner and... You're grateful for the relationship. You appreciate your partner as like a reliable source of support, but you still focus on all of your own things that your partner now becomes this first person that you go to for emotional support. Or if you're in emotional distress, you know that this is your human that you can go to no matter what, which I think is like the most beautiful thing about being in a relationship is just being like, this is my person and they're never going to like ditch me. Yeah. This is unfortunately you can have all the greatest best friends in the world, but it's just not the same thing. Right. And you're even getting past this stage is not always right. And everyone, you know, goes through different things in their lives. And something else I think about younger me and younger relationships is that these phases, as far as when relationships ended, didn't necessarily have a role in the longer relationships I had. Like hmm. so my high school girlfriend into college. I can say I felt like 
we were absolutely had worked through all the stages. Uh-huh. We were there. It was circumstances in life that created this disconnect that led to uh, splitting. And then in hindsight, it's like certain stubbornness, certain things, certain uh, differing desires that just change as you know, you grow up, we started dating at like 17. Well, that, broke that's up what at I 20. wanted to say though. Don't you think age probably had a lot to do with that? Now, granted, I know, especially like people like our parents age started as high school sweethearts and they just stayed and stuck through it and they're happily married now and all of that. Right. But do you think that specific relationship that age was a factor? Cause I do hundred percent. And that's what okay. I'm saying is that when you're growing up and when your brain is developing and you are going through all these new experiences in life, mm-hmm. right? Even if you have that person that you hundred percent trust that you can call and talk to about anything and everything, sometimes something causes either someone to stray or that like long-term picture to fade or change. And then you no longer have these long-term goals that align. Because you're still getting to know yourself. Exactly. I think at that age, typically. Right. Yeah. So then the other article is talking about the resting stage, which I just think is weird and I don't like it. But I do like this, um, what, what they call intermingling, which I think is what we called the acceptance shitty name phase and the other one. But the intermingling is like, where you're really like bringing your lives together. You still ha- have your own person, your, you have your own goals, your own dreams, your own focuses, but your lives are intertwined now. So you do share friends and you do share, you know, you get, you get to caring more about the other person and what they care about. Like you golf, like I fucking hated golf, but now golf is on TV and I'm like, you know what? It's not so bad for an hour. because you love it. Yeah. But that's an hour more than I would have done, you know, a year and a half ago. <laughs> right. And you know, the Kardashians is on when you're, <laughs> when you're, you have control of the remote and I'm like, you know what? No, yeah, right. I, I still don't like it, but I can tolerate it. Yeah. So I think that's, yeah, I guess the final phase is like giving your heart to the process, each partner transforming the other. The lovers will be nourished to the end of their days. Oh, so fucking poetic. I have a couple things that I was thinking about last night and I have a question for you because I don't know why my brain was just like on this tangent. What are some random things that you think couples should just know about each other? Like favorite color. How do you like your eggs? How do you like your coffee? You know? Yeah. I mean, all those are good. I actually have a note in my phone that's Kristen's favorites is what it says. You do? Yeah, I sure do. Because hear me out. These are a little more like intimate in my opinion, but like your Subway order, like your sandwich order. Mine changes. I I know, but I stress about it every single time I have to order you a sandwich from anywhere, even a deli. I'm like, he eats meat. He eats all this stuff. It is so stressful and it makes my pit sweat because I'm like, what if he doesn't want chicken today? What if he doesn't want Mexicali chicken or what if he doesn't feel like having a club sandwich today? Does he want spicy or not? I'm definitely not putting dressing on it. How long is, is it going to be till he eats it? Like I stress so much. Your coffee order, easy peasy. Eggs, not a problem. I could order you breakfast from anywhere. Sandwich order, pizza order, a little tougher for me. I think you should always know your partner's shoe size. I don't know why I find that extremely important and sick food. Like if your person is like ill, not feeling well or hungover or like has a cold or the flu, what makes them feel better? You should just know because when I'm sick, don't fucking ask me what I want. You better know what I want. 
go pick that up. Go pick up my Jewish penicillin, my vegetarian matzo ball soup, and just bring it to my door. (laughs) Um, Grocery staples. And then for me, too, I was thinking about like funny, weird quirks. I think it's really important to know, like me with my even numbers. Don't set the volume to an odd number. No. On TV. On the temperature. Yeah. In the room. You guys, I don't know what it is. I have this weird thing about odd numbers. I don't like them. They make me feel physically uncomfortable. So Luke knows if he's turning the TV up, don't turn it to 25, turn it to 26. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like you have any weird ass quirks like that. I don't really like stepping on cracks either. I think because I'm afraid I'll trip and fall. My weird quirks come with things like my golf clubs, my fishing poles, my stuff like that. I like them to be a certain way typically. And that's something you'll kind of never touch. Never because it's so boring. Right. And I'm so okay. happy for you. It's boring to you, but I'm saying Boring to it, me, but I'm so happy for you. I want to know what that list says. Oh, you want to know what's on my list of Kristen's favorites? Yeah, what's, I actually yeah. haven't updated it in a while, but I started it in last year and I'm like, okay, I need to remember this I just this have stuff. like no idea where this is going to go. Like, are, it, is this for like all my friends to know? So when it's like my birthday, they're like, oh, okay, cool. She loves the color indigo. That's my favorite color, guys. Luke's is orange, which is just so weird. <laughs> uh, I've got your favorite color, flowers, wine. You love butterflies. Like I said, I haven't updated this in a while. I put, don't bring up bad dreams involving her. Yeah. (laughs) I put that in there. Yeah. I have this, I, we had this conversation the other day because I had, I have an ex-boyfriend who would actually take it out on me. If he had a dream that I cheated on him, he would like get mad at me in the morning and then like hold a grudge the whole day long. Just being like, we cheated on me in my dream. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, but I didn't cheat on you. I'm sorry you had a shitty dream. Like, go sage yourself, bro. Yeah, I think that's that's probably where it came from because I told you at one point, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was just informing you. I'm not mad at you. I'm just Yeah, because you, you had a weird dream like I had that. a weird bad dream. And you're like, well, it's not my fault. Don't blame me for it. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Uh, I, I won't share that with you ever that's again. <laughs> you had a weird dream last night. I did. We're going to have to look that up. I like woke up howling. Like, yeah, like literally, you, yeah, it was like this weird yell, howl, scream that actually like woke me the fuck up out of my slumber. All right, let's just go there, you guys. BO, body odor. It comes from bacteria all over the body. So why do deodorants stop at your pits? I mean, that's why I'm excited to tell you once again about Lumi, the world's best whole body deodorant. Its acidified formula is clinically proven by scientists clinically proven to control odor causing bacteria everywhere, pits and beyond for a whopping 72 hours. My favorite part about Lumi is that it's for all over your body, pits, privates, and more. For me, it's my underboob. Let's be honest, underboob sweat sucks. LA is disgustingly hot right now. So is most of the US. So throwing some Lumi all over my body has helped me with my stench so much. Now I smell like toasted coconut all the time, even when it's 95 degrees outside. And I love that it is clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. What? Again, 72 hours? How? Unlike some deodorants that try to mask odor with a fragrance, Lumi is formulated and powered to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. 
Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. Trust me, it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice. My vibes are mini body wash and deodorant wipes, just saying, and free shipping. And as a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code DOTE, D-O-U-T-E, at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off of your starter pack when you visit L-U-M-E deodorant.com and use code DOTE. It's D-O-U-T-E. You guys, trust me, this is your summer jam. Listen, we're all looking for that quick and easy way to get healthier every day, right? Because honestly, most of us don't have time to adopt a whole new lifestyle. We need something simple. And I am happy to tell you with Organifi Superfood Blends, supercharging your nutrition is easier than ever before. I'm talking a game changer because I'm always on the go. I think we all are. And it can be difficult to prioritize my health. But with Organifi, it takes a few seconds a day to make a big difference. I mix up a superfood drink that floods my body with an overabundance of vitamins, minerals, chlorophyll, not borophyll, and all the wonderful things that plants make from the sun. My body loves it and yours will too. It's almost too easy. Organifi has created an entire collection of these healthy blends. The green juice, their skin hydrating and strengthening glow, just everything that they do is freaking amazing. So whatever your goals are, Organifi has found the superfoods that can help you get there. Organifi works hard to keep its price low. That's what's honestly so important to me as well. Other superfood blends can cost as much as 6 to $10 or more per serving. That is insane. With Organifi, you can enjoy these energizing benefits without breaking the bank and Here's how. Do yourself a favor. Head over to Organifi.com slash Doty and use code Doty, D-O-U-T-E. Get 20% off your entire order today. It's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash Doty. Take some time. Browse through their collection. Trust me, your body, your mind, your taste buds, your whole spirit will thank you for taking this first healthy step. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've got a question for you. Okay. Shoot. Now, it might seem weird for to some people for girls to get guys flowers, but if you were to get me flowers, what kind of flowers would you get? Um, it is a little difficult, but every time we go to a store and they have flowers, like if we're going to buy someone flowers, you are immediately drawn to like the the wildest, most colorful bunch where I'm like, oh, I like the one with like the the softer palette with like a little touch of lavender or whatever. And you always just go for like colorful. So I think I would just do orange. Have you seen my wardrobe? You know, I would I like, do orange flowers, I like, like orange colors. and like salmon. Okay. Of what kind? I don't know. Do you have a favorite Doesn't flower? Uh, I wouldn't say I have a favorite. There's some that I 
kind of prefer. I don't know. I'll give you a stalk of broccoli with like a rose in it. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's you giving me what you want. <laughs> that's true. We both know I'm pretty good at that. I know you like, uh, you said dahlias, if I can ever find dahlias. Oh, dahlias are the tits. Yeah, and li- lilies. And lilies. Do you remember? I'm sure you do. I don't know why I say do you re- remember all the time. But those flowers I sent you after we went to Mexico. Oh my God, it was the most ridiculously massive huge so big um bouquet of flowers i've ever gotten in my entire life it was gorgeous yeah and they were dahlias Mm -hmm. i don't remember where it was i think it was some flower shop in venice that our friend greg who was on the last podcast he used to work there when he worked out here in la and did deliveries to celebrities and everything and he said to mention their name and they'd hook it up but they yeah hand delivered that for all the way from venice that's so sweet Mm-hmm. Like my best friend Janine won't even hand deliver anything from Venice. She won't even come to my apartment unless she wants a fucking burrito. <laughs> That's how you know. You hear that, Janine? That's how you know uh, your dude, your teammate will do more for you than your friends. I'm just kidding, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody oh, goes to that side of LA. <laughs> well, you are about to start moving. We are about yes. to start moving to the new apartment down the hallway. Down the hallway, you guys. So, oh my gosh. Today will be the first day of like packing and getting rid of stuff. And yeah, essentially I'm just moving into a bigger unit because I'm like, I'm just not in love with the one I'm in. I need some, I need some natural light. I've been feeling a little stuck and have a lot of fun things coming up in life and a lot of really cool projects. And James May is coming back with a vengeance. You guys are going to be really stoked. Um, the podcast, we are getting ready to get into our new studio. So things are just really looking up and I'm like, you know what? It's time for a change. So let's see if we don't kill each other during this phase of our relationship. During the move? Yeah. I think it'll be all right. I think that is something that will bring your friends from Venice here to help. They're going to come help pack and move some things. It is kind of just annoying though. It's actually the neighbor building in the same complex. So to move furniture, we still kind of got to take it out the door and get the movers. (laughs) Yeah. Take it around the, around the block to the other side to come in and back up. They're going to be like, it's a three hour minimum. I'm like, well, take your time then because um, you're literally driving around the block. But I am excited because even though you don't live here and you live in Colorado, you are here really often. And um, I I like that it's kind of a fresh start. Yeah. And just so much more closet space. I'll have more than like a cupboard worth of space Mm -hmm. for my clothes, which I'm excited about. I might even bring a fishing pole out here. Oh, that's nice. You can put it in your closet. I know. You're so excited. I'll give you a whole closet. Like a half. I'll give you a whole closet. Okay. Hell you can yeah. have a closet and, a, and some drawers. Yeah. Perfect. But I'm excited, you guys, too, that um, when we get into the studio, we're going to be actually doing some video recording so you can see my smiling face. And feels like a good year is ahead of us. It's exciting. Lots yeah. happening. Some stuff we can't talk about, but there is a lot <laughs> happening. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know in the next few months? But... Yeah. So that's just where we're at. And we were, you know, we just kind of wanted to shoot the shit today because we've been talking about and reading these articles and kind of discussing them on our own. And it's like, well, why don't we just talk about it with everybody else in the podcast? You know, all of our fun listeners, we love you guys. And, um, we read all of your emails. I try to write back to every single one. We have the VPR from the start finale episode that will be airing tomorrow. And that's going to be really fun and a doozy. And we will have Mr. Jax Taylor on board. Hopefully he does not cancel on us. (laughs) But he seemed like he was really into it. So yeah, this just feels like a good year. It feels like everything is blooming for us. 
So do you want to end this with another, with our classic ending? Okay. I don't even know my name, so I'm just going to, yep. Okay. Ready? I would do anything for love, but I won't do what, Luke? You got to go first. Why do I have to go first? Okay. I have to go first. I would do anything for love, but I won't voluntarily get stung by a bullet ant. Ooh, okay. So we're going naked and afraid style for yeah. you. It's supposed to be the most painful sting. You're like paralyzed for 15 minutes from the, the pain. Yeah, that sounds super shitty. I would do anything for love, but I would not wade in the middle of an ocean. Like open water, just like swim by myself. You wouldn't swim naked across open water with sharks? No. Okay. That's fair. I don't know why you said naked. Oh, because naked and afraid. Oh, no, I just yeah. like, I wouldn't do it anyway. Okay. I wouldn't do it with a shark proof, bulletproof anything just by myself. It reminds me of that movie, A Perfect Storm. And that is my absolute worst nightmare of all time. My boat capsizes. I'm alone. Middle of the ocean. I'm fucked. Yeah. I either get eaten or I drown. Absolute biggest fear on the face of the planet. I mean, you can even, if you have a flotation, you can die of dehydration, which would be even worse. You're in water and you can't drink any of it. I would uh, die that sound? from being scared. So another fear that you have that I wouldn't do what? for love. Uh, you know, you're always worried about something swimming up your pee hole. Yes. Yeah. So there's this little... Just like even near my vagina, I don't want the, nothing. See, I don't want seaweed touching my vagina. That's My vagina fair. is magic. I don't want anything touching my junk in the water, but okay. my swimsuit. But there's this little tiny catfish that can swim up your pee hole and lodge itself there with its spines in the Amazon. What the fuck? And they're attracted to urine. So if you are, go in the water to pee... They come to it and will swim up there and get stuck. That's like my worst fear. I would not. Okay. I would do anything for love, but I will not swim in the Amazon River. <laughs> okay. There we go. There we go. We, would, right. we love each other so much, but we have a really long list of shit we would never, ever do. <laughs> that's, that's how strong our love is. Okay. Well, we love you guys. Please write us. Tell us how you felt about this episode. If you agree with these stages, if you disagree... Um, just all of your opinions, rate us five stars because we love you and we will, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow on BPR and next week on Sex Love. Bye. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.